What's up, everyone? Chris Manning here from the Locked on Cavs podcast, coming to you after the Cavs lost to the Boston Celtics 98-92 to on Monday night in Cleveland. We're going to dive into that. Uh, the Evan Mobley injury, which we don't know a ton about officially yet, but we will see where that, that goes in the coming days. We'll talk about the potential implications, and we're going to talk about what was probably the best game of Isaac Okoro's NBA season. Uh, we'll have a full episode about him in detail next week, but we'll start wading into the weeds of the Okoro stuff on today's show. Today's episode is also brought to you by our friends at Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Check out rockauto.com and be sure to tell them that it was locked on that sent you. <laughs> You are Locked On Cavs, your daily Cleveland Cavaliers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Evan, before we dive into the other Evan, the seven foot tall Evan, because spoiler, you're not seven feet tall. Um, My attitude is it's true. some days. I was humbled by you on Twitter today. <laughs> I brought my, my press box joke is how the Browns stink. And now that everyone who acts like they're suddenly a Cavs fan, cause the Cavs are good. are going to hop on the bandwagon. I mean, look, it was just, just, I, Listen, I get it. Sometimes I mean, sometimes I get a real kick out of your tweets. I just do. They make me giggle. They make me yeah. giggle. That one made me giggle. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. Um, I'm, I'm like Andre jumping from three. Sometimes I hit, but most of the time I don't with you. So no, I mean more, you're, you're better than that. You're, you know, you know, league average. It's doing well. But two things are going to hit here. Number one, congratulations to Cleveland Cavaliers NBA champion, Amon Shumpert, for making the finals with Dancing oh, with I the didn't Stars. This. Did Dancing not with the this Stars. One. He made it to the finals. Salute to Shump. What a king. What a guy. Number two, Andre Knott, uh, first game only. Just, we, I think we just want to shout him out because taking over Angel Gray, who's very good at her job, and in case people don't know, now got hired by ESPN, uh, is, She's is a tough. She, yeah, she's really talented. Um, and she's gonna be filling in on Sports Center sometimes too. She's she's very good at her job, and there's a reason yes. that she's going to work for the for the worldwide leader um, in in a prominent role there. So she's oh. very good. Andre is oh. gonna replace her. Um, I've I can't say I know Andre well, but I've talked to him over DM a couple of times. I know he talked. I said congratulations to him on, in in Twitter after, and he was very excited about this. So kudos to him uh, for getting to do that. And it's just. You know, well, I think everyone will miss Angel. I think the players like had a resonance with her. Uh, happy for Andre that he gets his opportunity at, at the very least. But Evan, let's we're gonna get into the game. We're gonna do our normal awards: MVP, Stat of the Night, Play of the Night. Later, Ugh. I don't think there are awards for this one. This game was dreadful to watch. It was not good. Uh, I sat in person, and Chris just to, like to make how the sausage is made real quick. It's very cold up in the press box, and at one point, I blew into my hands, threw my mask, and rubbed them together. And Chris is like, "Why are you rubbing your hands together?" And I'm like, "Now I feel really self conscious. I'm trying to keep myself warm." You're Birdman. You're just you know something like that. Yeah, um, yeah. Because I am. I'm in a little bit of a mini lockdown at the moment. It's not great, but let's talk about Evan Mobley first because. He left this game with an injury, played like what eleven seconds in the in the fourth quarter. Didn't have yeah. a, a good night by his standards. Uh one point, one of eleven shooting, I believe. No, he was zero for eleven. Okay, so zero for eleven, excuse me. Here's his full stat line. Zero of eleven, oh of two from three, one of two from the line, nine rebounds, five assists, three turnovers, two blocks, one point. Not a good game for him in twenty-nine minutes. 
Cass clearly missed his presence later. We'll get into that, but we do not have a update on his injury right now. People, we're recording this at 10.25 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Monday, November 15th. At the time of this recording, J.B. Bickerstaff had said post-game that he had not talked to the Cavs training staff. So we do not have an update from him. Uh-huh. We do not know when we will get one. It is probably after you listen to this podcast. Perhaps we will yeah. do a video and throw that up on the socials and then talk about it on Tuesday show if we get an update or talk about it on Wednesday show if we get an update on Tuesday. That said, Evan, just I think we should just talk very briefly about I guess maybe just we do this now. I thought the Cavs, without him, it already didn't look good without Jared Allen. Late Correct. in this game, they looked rudderless without Evan Mobley. It is very clear already that he is, like, integral to everything that they are doing. And, like, yes. like no, Dean Wade is, like, a fine player. They, they, He's a like, rotational piece that you play yeah. in, like, they played him at they had to play him at the five at the end of this game and he got cooked and they got scored on three percentage in a row because the Celtics could do whatever they wanted. And Evan Mobley is a guy that even by himself can make that harder. And if he's out for any extended time or even just a couple games, the Cavs are gonna feel it. He he has just become already integral to this team in a pretty meaningful yeah. way. Yeah, no, losing Jared Allen first was a pretty big blow for the Cavs. He is with a he's out with a non-COVID related illness, which I guess is encouraging the grand scheme of things because Kevin Love is back on the bench. Uh Larry Markinen is back on the bench tonight. I have gathered that Kevin is practicing, but Larry has not yet. And JB shared pregame tonight that he's hoping that Kevin can play either against Brooklyn or Golden State this week. Um, it, it's good to get those two back for sure. I think it really changes the pecking order of the rotation. Uh, one one is better than none at this point as well. So, it, but the, the the Jared Allen absence was definitely a huge blow for Cleveland because that's a huge interior defensive presence. I think I really didn't think Al Horford made Evan Mobley's life hard throughout this game tonight. Like you could clearly tell, like Mobley was struggling to post up against Horford, and he was just kind of a. It, it's like that. It's like that meme of. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns trying to post up to Marcus Cousins. It kind of looked a little bit like that at times. Um, Isaac Okoro, who we'll talk about the next second segment, kind of kept Boston's defense honest at times because he didn't just settle for three-pointers for the entire game. But this was a weird game. And like you said, when Evan Mobley went down and kind of just was a non-factor offensively in terms of scoring, like he was a factor. He had nine boards, five assists, two blocks like he he contributed in other ways which is encouraging it's not just like a flat box score altogether it's not like an isaac okoro box score from the other night but cleveland likes to play big cleveland likes to play to their strengths which is through their big men which is also you know dunking defense everything else like jb really wants to make cleveland's presence be felt in the paint that didn't really happen tonight because al horford walled off evan mobley and then like you said dean wade is in the center and he looked clearly overwhelmed in that situation and boston took advantage of that yeah the Cavs are, are in a situation where they are missing like a bunch of rotation pieces i mean denzel valentine for reasons that don't totally like make sense to me if, if we're going to be honest like was playing late in this game um, did almost hit the biggest shot he's ever hit in his professional career, but had his foot out of bounds, which is just sort of like uh, the most Denzel Valentine thing to happen to him. <laughs> just extremely tough for him. But Ugh, I literally uh, said, I'm like, Oh, that's tough. Like to Mac Robinson, uh, front of the show, Mac Robinson sitting in the press box with him. I'm just like, Oh, that's rough. Yeah. It just gets very tricky for the Cavs. If you, if you take who has maybe been the Cavs second best player, then maybe their best player, certainly the most exciting player on this team. If he's out, for a couple games and like they in like they can't get everyone else healthy 
that is just a, a tricky thing. And, and Mobley being out is just a tricky thing for the Cavs to kind of to navigate if it's true. And like they just they again, they're gonna feel his absence. They're gonna feel every bit of him being out if he's out. And like you could you could tell in this one, it's like just like no, it's just I, I it's just wild to me that Evan like we're we're this deep into the season we feel I think mm-hmm. more optimistic about the Cavs than we did at the start they've played really well all well, we that were stuff real we were not the Chase Down podcast <laughs> well that that isn't a that is an independent contractor podcast proprietated by the Cleveland Cavaliers organization LLC I know, so like, we, you, we know, have, you know we weren't high on optimism like just like Justin Rowan his drug is life or the Cleveland Cavaliers <laughs> one of the two yep or both so but like both. but like hell of a high for him. But yeah, either but, way, but but it's just like this. This is it's kind of wild that we've gotten to this point and we've seen this, and it's just like, oh, like they haven't actually been that healthy, and that's like weird to think about. But considering they have two guys in COVID yeah. protocols, Jared Allen missed the game. Lamar Stevens, who was like not even a banked on like rotation guy, got hurt and, and has missed some time. Like, well, that's just, why Denzel that, Valentine's getting minutes is Lamar yeah. Stevens is out. Yeah, that's why Taco Fall played. Dude, Taco Fall is the first player off the bench for the Cavs tonight. That really speaks to how kind of desperate their depth issues are right now. Yeah. It's just, it's not ideal. I think, like I said, Kevin Love coming back does make things better. Larry Markin eventually coming back makes things better. You hope Jared Allen can get right and play against hopefully both Brooklyn and Golden State. Hopefully Evan Love, or sorry, not Evan Love. Evan Mobley suffered a stinger, and it's not really a long thing, but my fear is it's a hyperextended elbow, and the Cavs will be cautious and bring him back slowly. Um, but if you really get those four players back, Sexton's out for, for the foreseeable future. He was not on the sidelines tonight, so maybe he is finally getting ready to take have surgery or get his opinions taken on that, or maybe the Cavs are still evaluating him as well. So at least four of those players are good, but being down five or six players heading Wednesday into a very hot Brooklyn Nets team and then having to play the best team in the league in the Golden State Warriors the following night, it, it's suboptimal for Cleveland right now. Yeah, last thing before we're going to break, um, even just like marketing, I think at the end, uh, for what it's worth, Evan Mob- uh, Kelsey Russo just called uh, Mobley's injury against the Celtics a quote, right elbow sprain, end quote, on Twitter. So keep just for what it's worth. But um, even Markinen, who is like not a good defender, I think would be like an upgrade on Wade just because like theoretically he's a better shooter, but also like he's a little bulkier. He's a little more ability to hand. Like I would feel better about, I wouldn't uh-huh. feel good about him playing the five. If I'm the Cavs, I would feel better about him playing the five than Dean Wade. If that's something we need to see for the next couple of games. Um, is what it is. But Evan, let's go into break. After the break, we're going to give out awards from a game that, as you alluded to, was not very fun, but you got uh, you have an ad to read. We sure do. Today's episode of Locked on Cavs is brought to you by our friends at Theragun. Do not let the stress of daily life weigh down on your body. Whether you're an elite athlete or someone like me, a semi-elite athlete, just trying to make it through the day tension-free is tough, and Theragun can help. Theragun is the handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combo of depth, speed, and power. It is, and it is as quiet as an electric toothbrush. The Gen 4 Theragun doesn't just feel good. It gets to the source of the pain by releasing tension using Theragun's signature percussive therapy, which goes 60% deeper than vibration alone. Whether you want to treat your muscle tension from working out, an injury, or just the stresses of everyday life, there is no substitute for the Theragun 4. The OLED screen and design make you feel like you're holding something from the future. Just go to their site and check it out. And you, this is the Theragun app. It, lear- it learns your behavior and suggests guided routines. 
Try Theragun for 30 days starting at only $199. Go to therabody.com slash locked on right now to get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's therabody.com slash locked on. One more time for the folks at home, therabody.com slash locked on. Notably, uh, there was a cast point card. Where's number 10? Who was using that product on the bench? Just saying. Anyway, uh, Evan, let's get into awards. Do you, do you have an MVP for this one? Uh, it's, it's Isaac. It's, I mean, it's Isaac Okoro for me or it's Jetty Osmond. I mean, those are like the two best players. Maybe Ricky Rubio you can make a case for, but Jetty was really keeping the Cavs in this game. I think I'm going to go with Jetty on this one just because Jetty played really freaking well. Um, all things considered, he was six to 12 from three, which is encouraging. He had five assists. He played some pretty solid defense at times. I think Boston hunted him a little bit at the end. A lot of things just were not going right for Cleveland offensively. At least Jetty Osmond was able to kind of bail them out and keep them in this game in the second half. Yeah, uh, it's Jetty for me. Okora would have been my other pick. I think, like, you know, he, you, he just, again, best game of season. I think Rubio obviously did a lot to kind of carry them and was had the ball in his hands a ton. But Osman was just like hitting some three. He, you know, he airballed a couple, but like he was taking and making shots in this game that made it close in the in the way at the end that I just don't think it had any reason to be. Like I, I thought this game was wrapped up with like eight minutes to go, and like the Cavs kind of just hung around and like were in a position where if they execute a little better, if things just if they could get a stop towards the end of this game, there's a chance they kind of come away with a win here um, that they otherwise would not have had any you know reason to get. Evan, play of the night for me. Uh, fourth quarter, Darius Garland gets into the lane, hits that little one, uh, one foot kind of pullback jumper from right inside the free throw line. It's another example, I think, uh, of of Darius Garland really evolving as a one on one scorer. He's if you're telling me if the Cavs have one possession and they like need someone to create from the perimeter, get off a shot in isolation. I think Rubio might be craftier out of the pick and roll out of like manipulating a defense to like pass someone open to some degree. I think Rubio is ahead of him in this regard right now, but Darius Garland is a guy who seemingly now is, can like go get his shot off at the end of a quarter is composed is hitting these one little one legged shots can take threes out of this stuff. It's a really important development for the team. And this was just like maybe his best play of the night, just an incredibly clean shot making ability from him on a day where he, you know, again, only had two assists, Kind of a night I think he'll, he would like to, to kind of run back if things could kind of be done a little bit better. But that play, really, really good moment for Darius Garland. My play of the night pick is actually, they, that's a good pick, by the way, but they go hand-in-hand with the back-to-back Ricky Rubio threes because like Jetty, if Ricky wasn't playing balls to the wall in this game for Cleveland, I really don't think they'd be able to hang in it throughout. Um, like Darius came on strong at the end. Like I think another good play of his is when he had that layup that had a little bit of English on it. It's Kyrie Irving esque. It reminded me of uh, Cavs Kyrie, where he would just dribble the hell out of a player, break them down, and just hit them like with just this funky angle off the backboard. Um, but no, Rubio hitting those back to back threes for me it was just like okay, the Cavs might have a little juice here. Maybe they can really squeeze out the last bit and maybe get another win over Boston. And we would be sitting here again saying there is no actual or actual way. This team should have beaten the Celtics, but alas, injuries kind of took their toll, and I think they kind of ran out of gas at the end. Yes. Okay. Uh, stat of the night, Evan. Do you, what, what what stood out to you statistically? The Cavs took forty three pointers to Boston's twenty nine. Uh, Boston's offense is as bad as advertised. It is quite messy right now. I think Jason Tatum looks really bad too. I know he had he put twenty three points on the Cavs, but it was on seven of twenty shooting. He just was pretty bad overall, and I didn't realize how bad he was until I kind of dove into his stats. But 
I think it's just encouraging to see the Cavs kind of be not bombs away from three, but taking a lot more threes than they usually would on some games. Like this is a game where I feel like Cleveland didn't score a ton of points where I like tweeted during the third quarter, the Cavs had scored 15 Boston scored 20. It certainly didn't feel that way. And you break down the box score. You're like, okay, Cleveland actually did try to stay in this game more often than not. Like they didn't settle for attacking the basket. They, change their methodology and approach, especially after Mobley went down. So like that's encouraging to me. Well, what's your guess? Just I, I just this is just a minutes thing, but here here's just the number of players. The Cavs played seven players that played twenty two minutes, twenty minutes or more. Dylan Winler only played eleven and Taco Fall played eight. This is just like a team that is very thin right now. Um we didn't talk about this and you know obviously not going to, but like it was interesting to me that the Cavs decided, okay, we're JB decided and, and the coaching staff decided we're not gonna like play Kevin Pangos and like go small. They were like, we're going to try taco fall. And it didn't really work. I don't think he like did anything of note, you know, positive ring. He just was kind of there, but like they decided, okay, we're going to like try to play big still for a little bit. And then they're like, okay, we can't do that. So like Dean Wade is going to play the five. A is going to set screens. Like he's a big and roll and, and slip a little bit and, and do some of that. And things looked weird. And you, this Cavs team is just like thin and it's a weird roster as is, but like, you take away Allen, you took away a lob threat and a screener. Mobley goes out, you kind of take away a guy who's been really key to everything they've done. And like the roster just like looked very bad when you had only really played seven guys actual minutes and nothing really worked. Like it did not feel like anything was really cohesive no. or flowing or, or anything in this one. It was just like we have seven guys who are going to maybe like muck up a win. And it like... The Cavs looked like the Los Angeles Rams with Odell Beckham on the roster. Bro, I, I, I ugh, don't even. He's on. I don't get. I don't get. Fa- I, he's on my fantasy team too, but I didn't start him this week. Uh, I, I don't get I, a shot and fraud. Browns fans are getting watching Odell with the Rams. Oh well, but yeah, you just move on, I guess. Also started Matt Stafford. Really, really tough week for for your boy. But anyway, we're gonna go into one last break here. After that, we're gonna talk Wait, about the best game. One what? last question. Yeah, hit if me. Denzel Valentine was did not step or was not standing out of bounds hitting that three, would that have been the play the definitive play of the night? Maybe, but like only if they would have won. I, mean, I don't know if they were the, winning the that arena game. Arena anyway. went crazy for like a split second when he hit that three, and so did the Cavs bench, and so did the players on the floor, and Denzel and Denzel. And then the ref signaled that he stepped out of bounds. I'm just like, God, yeah. Then sucks. and then the replay was just like, buddy, you it's like scooted. No, they, like showed scooted him, they showed it. In. He scooted back it into bad. it. Was the thing like he like adjusted and was like, I'm gonna try to give myself like a half a foot of extra space in this corner in case someone closed out of me. And he took it like too far. Just tough stuff all around for Denzel. All right, Evan, it's going to break. Uh, you're up first here. Sure are. This episode of Locked on Cavs, like Chris mentioned at the top, is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Winder often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, and their prices are reliably low and are for every customer. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find a solution for your auto parts needs. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about this box? They know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Check them out today at rockauto.com. Also got to tell everyone about our friends at Bet Online. 
look, Bet Online is back and better than ever. They have a new web interface for the start of the basketball season. They have more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all of the basketball and football action this season. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with the promo code locked on. Thanks again. It's on your first deposit to receive that bonus from basketball to football to baseball postseason when that was going on to NHL boxing, UFC, and your favorite Vegas casino games. Do not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. And again, that's bet online where the game starts. Use that promo code locked on. Okay. Evan, Isaac Okoro, here's the stat line. 12 points, 32 mm-hmm. minutes, 4 of 8 from the field, 1 of 4 from 3, 3 of 4 from the line, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, 3 steals, 1 turnover, 3 fouls, was ahead of plus minus of negative 4, was not in the game late, which I thought was one of the interesting tactical choices JB made. To, yeah, to I was going to ask you about that. How did you feel about JB playing Denzel? I, did, I understand like why you do that, and that's sort of like one of the big picture concerns you want to say with Isaac, but like, the moment the Celtics were like, we don't care what Denzel Valentine's doing anyway, I, I sort of like wonder if like Okora's defense and, and potential to maybe cut more. Well, the Celtics like, have a lot in common with Cavs fans. What do you mean? They don't care what Denzel Valentine's doing. <laughs> okay. But but Evan, do you do you agree with my assessment? Um, and as so, I, 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 I got off a tweet very early in this game that I don't feel great about just being a co- Were you being mean to someone again. No, Were you bullying me without. No, me I, no, 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 no. I basically just said Isaac Okoro is good. You dorks because he's good. And he had a really good first quarter and he's oh, a yeah. good basketball. He, he's people a good are, basketball. Player. People are overreacting. Did you retweet? No, you retweeted me on the love update, uh, but JB, some I think Spencer Davies asked JB, "Are you concerned about Isaac's lack of offensive production lately?" JB's like, "No, I think it's more so on the coaching staff that kind of put him up in situations for success." He's like, "I've talked about how I'm not thrilled that he's gun happy from, or trigger happy from three times." JB said, "I'm as speaking from JB's perspective." JB also shared that he would rather Isaac close out and Chris just kind of beat his chest saying, "Isaac Okoro is a really good slasher, not a great shooter, but also you want him to have confidence on his three point attempts." It's more or less what JB Bickerstaff said. Uh, I think it's just really tough right now because a lineup of Okoro, Wade, Mobley, and Allen just does not work spacing-wise. And in order to kind of make Allen and Okoro work especially, you need some spacing. That's where marketing becomes a key factor. Garland obviously is a key factor to begin with. And then Kevin Love is as well. Like You need certain pieces to make Isaac Okoro work better offensively. I just think people are overreacting. They're kind of bored. I don't know. I think Cleveland fans have a hard time being happy when things are good, they have to find something to complain about. They could say it's a partly cloudy day and the sun is up. Like, oh, there's still one cloud in the sky. That's just their complaint. Um, they're, 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 they're at their happiness when they're unhappy. So I, I think there's not really any reason to be concerned about Isaac Okoro. I thought the jokes were clever when they said 0K, 0R, 0. But I'm like, it's also kind of mean because this kid has really high potential. And ability. and I'm glad I'm not on Twitter enough to have seen that because like that's 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 just you like. Have, you would have been like Jon Snow at the Battle of Winterfell drawing your rubber sword. Has it flopped around? What a stupid <laughs> show. I hate Look, man, the, if the brother that died, Rickon, had just like ran and not in a straight line, probably survives. Just saying. Anyway, like run a post, my guy. 
Shouts to shouts to binge mode gone too soon. He's like seven years old, man. Be nice. Look, run up, just, just don't run in the straight line like this. And now, now we know Chris is gonna be like that Peyton Manning video on SNL where he's playing football with kids and he just drills his kids with passes when they don't run the right route. Well, my dad did once when I was like five that like, kicked me in the face with a soccer ball on accident, but like like wrecked me in the face. Ivor Manning, tough guy. But yeah. uh, my dad also did text me and said, "Hey, Cap should have won that one." I'm like, "He's he's invested." He's my dad did too. My dad's been watching. He's just like, man, they're really good right now. I'm like, excuse me, Mr. I don't like basketball. Yeah, this is. Yeah, it's it's they're the talk of the town. I was leaving for the game tonight and I bought a cup of coffee and a liberal. You went to a liberal coffee shop and they were talking about the Cleveland Cavaliers, weren't you? No, I had my press pass on because I was rushing to get to the game because I was running late and I'm just like, I'm just going to jump out of my car and go. And she's like, oh, do you cover them? I'm like, yeah, I do. And she's like, are they good? And I'm like, yeah, they're pretty good right now. She's like, who do they play tonight? I'm like, Boston. They beat them on Saturday, so we'll see what happens. So, Anyway, Isaac and I'm Coro, like, Tickets are cheap. Go check yeah. it out. Yeah. Hope they give you a cut for the Tickets for the Golden State game are $27 right now, folks. Hey, look it up. Very cheap. But anyway, Isaac Okoro, um, look, I, I think there, there's a thing we will talk about more when we get to the big Isaac show, but he he's a he's the very me like classic circus or something the big isaac show ladies and gentlemen come one come all to see the big isaac someone make me circus music but okoro is like a guy that very like it's just very easy to see like how he could come back from missing seven games and like just his flow just be completely off like his roles it's, change this it's, year it's weird man like hamstring injuries mm-hmm. are really hard to recover from yeah and it's just like okay like you this is a very different team than last year your role is different you miss seven games at the start of the year. Like, it's just like, it's going to take you some time to, to kind of edge in. And like, I don't think the Cavs always do kind of him favors to some degree. And there's certainly some argument of like, you know, you got to like figure it out a little bit and like kind of mess you, you, you can only massage so much. But the, the other thing that I would say is just like, this was a game where like right off the bat defends Jason Tatum very well, pokes the ball free, creates a turnover, like is is hounding on defense all game. He is so He's good at navigating screens. First quarter, like he That's he is good. so good at navigating screens, like and getting skinny around around screens. Um, he obviously got a foul late in this game when he pushed through Enos Kanter, who who played in and had is a very good screener. But like, he <laughs> no no other comments. Evan, we're not talking about it. Navigating. Oh no, I just Enos Kanter carried on Kelly Olynyk's legacy by hurting another Cavalier. Oh, yeah. Um, but like Okoro cut a little bit in this game. You saw him slip on screens. You saw him like run the floor. You saw him like do Handle stuff to help. Yeah, help on offense. Like I think there's like a little bit of hanging fruit that he left on the board. Like there was one time where like Rubio brought the ball up the floor and Isaac is like running, like takes off and he's looking back at Rubio and he stops running. And I want him to like continue running and be in a position to catch the pass and just go up. But there's also a time where like he cuts from the corner, he catches a pass, gets fouled, and it's just creating stuff. He's a good player. I, I understand that there are some concerns like with his offense. I think it, it, I tend to think that this what has never been a harder. Well, Isaac Coro is a good player. But like, but like, I don't know if you're saying it in jest, but like, I got a tweet from someone who I'm not naming because I keep giving him free promos. That was like, he, there's no evidence that he's a good player. You're absolutely out of your gourd if you don't think there's evidence that he is, can be an effective NBA player and good at things. It is very hard for a player to, let's just, I'll be, I'll bet this as someone who is a Isaac guy. 
it is very hard to be an NBA player who like can't contribute in some way in offense. Gary Payton the second like is one of the very best guard defenders in the entire world, and he is just now like sticking in the league on a good team. But mm-hmm. there is like ways to do it. The Cavs can make it easier for him, and this is like a template of a game where he can do it. And the three point shot is obviously a concern. Teams just sagging off of him is is a problem for the team. And I understand if there's like maybe that cuts into his minutes. Maybe there's some other things you you need to do to figure that out. But he's a good player who you drafted number five overall last year. You give him runway, you develop him, and this is how you find another piece. And you got to figure it out. Again, this is going to take time. He's going to be one of the most interesting players to me all year because he's such a, a guy that I think is really good, but has some clear flaws. But he's the kind of guy that can like be important for your team construction. And if you can develop him and you can get him comfortable and playing like this, there, there's he can be an effective player every game. And JB's, you know, it was quick, it was short, but he did say like, this is like the template of, of kind of what you want from Isaac on a game to game basis. Did you like Evan as we wrap up? Did you like the little bit of screening he did in, in terms of like not really like screening and actually rolling, but like when they hit the Cavs that were when he was getting guarded by bigs, he was slipping. Like he was slipping screens a little mm-hmm. bit. Not like yeah. he actually sets longer screens out of Immobile who like doesn't set screens. But like, because he, yeah, he just doesn't make contact. Like Allergic to setting screens. He just weird. like you. Will, okay, people, go go watch it. If you haven't noticed this, just neck when Evan Mobley is back, watch he the first like, time. He doesn't make contact. He doesn't make contact. He like, and there's some advantages to slipping. There's advantages to slipping. There's reasons teams slip, but like he never actually makes contact, and it's kind of wild. And it's like a thing that like Nikias Duncan uh, was like, well, they'll just if he does it in a game, he goes, oh, Evan did it again, and he just keeps pointing out. It's very funny to me that this has just become like an NBA nerd minutia thing. But do you like Okoro? Yeah. I, I've advocated for him. Isaac Okoro is a physical player to begin with. So I enjoy watching him play with physicality. Um, Yeah, I don't see anything wrong with it. I think the Cavs are really trying to find ways to utilize him to make him feel confident offensively. He shared during either early in the season or preseason. This is the hardest point for him, period, in his basketball career because he's used to having the ball in his hands to operate more, and the Cavs are more or less just completely taking the ball out of his hands. Yeah, he'll provide bring the ball and provide some tertiary playmaking every now and then, but like the point of Coral Dream is dead because it just didn't work in Summer League as we thought it would. Um, he's well, really, and he's learning a new yeah, yeah, and the two highest usage rate players on the team, which is kind of what you want when you have your two point guards, but. Isaac's learning a new offensive role on the fly. Be patient. Relax. Like, I remember when people were ready to call Colin Saxon a bust because he wouldn't hit three-pointers and all he took were long twos. I was one of those people, I think, at one point. Or when he wasn't hitting a single three his sophomore season to start the year, like, he just weirdly could not hit a three-pointer to save his life. Like, these these are young players. They're going to go through awkward growing pains as they grow and adapt to new roles. And nothing is really certain on this Cavs team yet. Again, other than Jared Allen, because you kind of know what Jared Allen is. He's very elite at what he does and what he's good at. Um, There's still potential for him to grow, but he has a very solid foundation. You can say clearly, like, okay, at his worst, Jared Allen is a very solid starting center for an NBA team, and you could build off of that. Isaac Okoro, ton of uncertainties that, that are in a good way. Darius Garland, ton of uncertainties in a good way. Colin Sexton still uncertainties in a good way, but we're getting a clear idea what he can and can't be as well. Evan Mobley is the biggest if just because of a potential and like excitement factor, but like nothing's really certain with this Cavs team. I think they're ahead of expectations just because they're really playing with stones. Like Chris said to me the other day, like they they play tough and that's endearing as hell. Like I think 
it's a cliche when it comes to Cleveland sports, whether it's a blue collar sports town, there is something admirable about a team that plays a little bit of grit on a night to night basis. And again, I just will say this for the thousandth time. I think Okora's on ball defense is is very good. It is very, very good. And it has Dude, been it was getting praise from Jimmy Butler last year. Jimmy Butler's like one of the best on ball defenders ever. Yeah. When 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 he def- like I truly the th- the two things that I aside from like the some of the other there's like some other bigger picture things that are more exciting about this week but because I'm me one of the things I'm most excited about I can't wait to see Isaac Okor defend whatever James Harden is right now under the new rules because he's gonna put him in you know I'm a, not excited to oh, see I am because I am. Isaac does guy. have the propensity to foul at times he's he's gotten a little better at it when he the only time he gets the fouls now it's like when he kind of like shoves the through fouls. screens he it's loves like he shoving through screens because he's just like he's like big and he's like I'm just gonna fight through this well, the other like one is like he's he's not a linebacker either like people want to like yeah write him off as like some linebacker type player he's he's really not that mm-hmm. the other thing is um i cannot wait to see how they decide to use him against the warriors on defense because like if he's chasing around curry i just want to see how he handles it because like curry is playing at an mvp level and i just want to see how he might handle it. like he might get torched a bunch because like that just happens but like i just want to see it i love that stuff i love mm-hmm. that kind of Game within the game. I love the Cavs, and I just like I. I kind of really I hope can't this is looking. Wait ahead. to watch the Cavs hide Dean Wade on Draymond Green. <laughs> Dean Wade, yeah. Then just Draymond's gonna like play make out of that, and it's just gonna. That game might be oh, bad. That game might yeah, be that, bad. That's gonna, the the Warriors are very good, folks. Yeah. Like and I the know Cavs have not tweeted saying the Cavs, yeah. the Warriors, the two best teams in the league. The Warriors are by and far the best team in the league this year. Yeah, and so it's far they're crazy yeah. what being healthy does. And they're only going to get better when Wiseman comes back and Kaminga kind of fi- they figure out well, what he is too. And and Clay. And Clay, well, yeah, of course. Well, Clay, Clay, Clay more, yeah, here. Clay more than anything else. Because they're but um they're very good. We got a new locked on Warriors host too. Go check them out wherever you get podcasts. And by the way, thanks again uh, as we wrap up here for making Locked on Cavs your first listen every day. Remember, we're free and available on all platforms. Thanks again to Rock Auto, Theragun, and Betaline for sponsoring the show. We'll be back tomorrow looking ahead to Cavs Nets in a little more detail and then talking in detail about Jetty Osmond and how good he's been to start the season. Um, for more, check out uh, Evan at Facebook's Right Down Euclid, a very good platform he is developing over there. We're doing something yeah. for the sword. Working Check on it's something done. big for Wednesday for prior to the Nets game. Read so. that um, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Everyone, be well. Talk to you soon.